Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Well, hello there, champion Sam Crowley. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. We're going to talk about the power of the struggle. Is there really power in a struggle? Oh, oh you betcha there is. Uh, hey, before we go any further, you know you and I can work together one-on-one. Just get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com, launchwithsam.com. I'll call you. We'll get going. You'll launch your movement in 30 days or less, okay? Hey, we all struggle. You're going into a crisis. You're in the middle of one. You're coming out of one. You're in one of those three phases. And the real power comes from... Not going out there and telling everybody, oh, I've got this going on. It's okay. I mean, look, we all pray for you. We don't want you to struggle. But the power of talking about it once you've been through it, I mentioned this last week on the show. You know, after you've gone through the struggle, hey, we'd love to know how you came out the other side. Now, that's pretty powerful. But let's actually talk about the darkest moments. All right. Can we talk about that? Of course we can. This is the uh, the top motivational podcast you'll listen to, but also... We're not out here putting perfume on a pig, man, okay? I mean, we, we we talk about real life, and we would love to all share our private jet photos and all our smiling family members and dressed uh, alike on the beach down at, off of North Carolina. Uh, that's neat. It's great for social media. Most people are living a lie, and that's not real life. Real life is is messy, and it's dark, and you have a struggle. So what do you do when you're in a struggle? Well, we talked about this a little bit last week as well. You asked a question not, why is this happening to me? But what's the message? What's the message in this? You know, I'm in the middle of an addiction season. I'm addicted to pornography. What's what's the message? I'm addicted to heroin, alcohol, um, other people's opinions. You know, I have the disease to please. What's the message in this for me? You know, think about your darkest moment. Maybe you're in one right now. And I pray for you. Uh, I do. And I don't need to know your name. I can pray for all the hurting souls out there in the world. And that is great. We all want uh, a, a community of individuals praying and lifting us up. But what can you do? Well, one of the things you can do is figure out how you got there. All right? If you filed bankruptcy or if, if you're middle of it and you're just swarming in debt right now, how'd you get there? You know, what was the series of decisions that you made? You made them, okay? Nothing, nobody did this to you. You made the decisions, and they probably weren't great. But boy, I'll tell you, what's waiting for you on the other side is amazing. <laughs> You know, it really is. But we can't think like that when we're in the dark stages because there's just there's no light. You know, there's just there's, there's very little light coming through. and We feel just, you know, oh, my God, my marriage is crumbling and I can't stop drinking and my debt is just insurmountable. Nothing's insurmountable. You know, today's Sunday. I got a great message at church. When you know God, you know joy, you know, and when you have no God, you have no joy. Joy for me is found in Jesus Christ. Does that mean I'm perfect? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's a real show, man. I'm the biggest sinner you will ever, ever have the uh, fortunate or unfortunate 
pleasure of meeting. And um, look, God is using me. As I mentioned this past week, I spoke at the City Gospel Mission uh, to individuals that are coming out of the dark spot. It was awesome, man. I think there was five people in the room. I've, I've spoken in the room with 18,000 people. Those five people, they moved me. And there's a connection that can be made. And if you ever want to be a speaker, speak for free and go speak to a group of two or three people. It really allows you to connect and engage. And you can stay after. And people can ask you questions. And remember one thing. The least important person in a room is the speaker, himself or herself. Okay? It's not about you. It's about the message that you've been given to go share. And I would really encourage you, when you're in your darkest moments, to go help other people. All right? Just help people. I don't care if it's helping somebody take their garbage toter out on garbage night. Or maybe it's mowing their lawn. Or maybe it is giving a sense of encouragement. Or maybe it's doing a free training for something that you normally do. Or maybe it's buying somebody lunch or breakfast. It takes the focus off of you. Because when you're in the dark spot, what are you focused on? Me, 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 me. My life used to be great. I used to be in shape. I used to be pretty. I used to be handsome and all of these things. Well, you can get all you can get all of that back. All of those little decisions that you made. Remember, there's so much power in accepting that you made those decisions and you are where you are as a result of that. Okay. Now, I'm not saying somebody else didn't do you wrong, but why focus on that? Focus on the decisions why you allowed that individual into your life. All right. Focus why you allowed all that processed nasty food and alcohol into your body. You know, how how did you come to making those decisions? You know, and I joke a lot. You know, I'm a big wine drinker. You know, I've cut back to one day a week now. Uh, it was becoming a problem and it was becoming a problem for me. And I would I would look forward to five o'clock, six o'clock at night. My wife and I have a glass of wine. She's fortunate she can have one and be done. I can't. Uh, alcoholism runs in my family. My mom was a full-blown alcoholic. Uh, I'm the guy that I would show up at your pool party and I could knock back 12 beers and not even, you wouldn't even know I was drunk and I wouldn't even act drunk. I just, I, I don't know it off, but I crack a beer drink. And by the time there's a sip left in that can, I got another one open and I'm the life of the party and I got to work on that. And so, uh, wine now was becoming kind of a, a vice for me at the end of the day, I would look and I would look forward to that glass of wine. The problem was it wasn't one, it was two, and then it was three. And before you know it, I'm drinking a bottle of red wine by myself, which is extremely unhealthy to do. I'd wake up the next day, crush a workout. And guys, I'm talking as recently as a few weeks ago, okay? I'm not talking this was five years ago. And if I'm going to be the individual, you know, who gets out there and does a motivational podcast and coaches people, I got to share from an authentic perspective, you know? I got to share with you not my struggle, Okay. It's not my struggle. I've gone through that now, and I'm on the other side. And by the way, I don't miss it at all. And I'm contemplating giving up drinking altogether, but I think it would be better for me to prove to myself that I can socially drink, and I don't have to drink a bottle of wine. I don't have to drink a case of beer. You know, I can have a couple of beers out with friends and be good. I've got to be able to, 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 to discipline myself to get to that level. So I wasn't in a dark place like, oh, my God, my life is crashing down. I'm like, Sam, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing it? You wake up the next morning, you got a dry mouth, your, work arts, your workouts aren't as, aren't as good, and we ain't talking a $100 bottle of wine. We're talking a, a $9 bottle of wine from Kroger, all right? So, you know, that stuff just doesn't go down the same as the other stuff. And I'm like, I got to stop. This is stupid. It wasn't affecting business. And I would tell you if it was, it wasn't affecting my ability to coach or do a podcast. I was podcasting through all that. It's just another, you have to be aware of who you are, you know? And I'm very, very, very aware of my vices. And I'm very aware of who I am. 
and I want to show up authentically, and I want to be able to help people. So my struggle, albeit not at the level that I got a cancer scare, I didn't file bankruptcy, but I had a vice, and I had to kick that ass of that thing. And so what I did is I cut it back to once a week. And my once a week was this past Friday. Went out, had uh, dinner with my wife and our daughter Susan. A few glasses of wine, I was good. But you know what? Woke up the next day, still didn't feel 100%. You know, So I'm contemplating just giving up wine and moving past it. And I want to share with you the series of decisions. You know, we talk about there's a series of very small decisions that get you there. And, you know, you go back two years ago when COVID hit, uh, it was kind of funny. We, our, our governor here in Ohio is Mike DeWine. And every day at 2 o'clock, he would come on TV and he would give us the update. You know, you're all locked down and these are the COVID protocols and this is what Ohio's doing and kids are not going to school the rest of the year. And we would call it wine with the wine. And it was kind of a thing around Ohio, especially around our town here. You'd crack open a glass of wine. You'd watch the press conference because you weren't allowed outside, really, unless you were going to something to the store. And that was two years ago. Isn't that funny? That's two years ago, March of 2020. And it kind of led into me drinking around noon. And then I'll tell you what, I cracked a bottle of wine, I think one time around 1030 in the morning, jokingly, you know, hey, when's it too early to drink? And so that's when it kind of hit me that, hey, this is uh, this is kind of dumb. You know, it's fun, but it's also dumb and it's not helping me. It's not hurting my business. It's not helping me. It's not hurting my marriage, but it's just not helping me. You know what I mean? So those series of little decisions that started during that little COVID break uh, led to the whole summer and then on. And here we are. It's 2022. And I'm done. I'm done with it. I want to show up in my maximum, maximum self. And so this morning I went to the gym. It's Sunday morning. Like I mentioned right now, it's almost noon. Getting ready to watch the football games, but I'm knocking out a podcast. because I just felt to share this with you, you know. I think a lot of the reason people listen to this podcast is because, you know, it's a real guy, a father of four, a husband in the Midwest, Ohio, trying to figure things out right along with you. I may be a little further ahead in the fact that, hey, I went for my dream. Uh, I've got a nice little brand going online. I got a podcast with 20 million downloads, but you've got other things in your life working that I don't, you know. But I got up this morning, uh, went to the gym, and after gym, I went right over to church. I uh, got a great message, sang great worship music, and I feel refreshed. I just feel better. So, if you want to get through, there is a power in the struggle. And the power for me was identifying what things have power over me and making sure those things don't have power over me. You know, because if something has that, then it owns you. You don't own it. You love that nice car in your driveway? Well, it owns you. You know, if that's what you're identifying, you like that McMansion you have in the suburbs, the five bedrooms, the four baths, and, you know, the wet bar downstairs in the finished basement. You know, if you really can't afford it, that owns you. You know, so the lot of the power that is in your struggle right now is identifying a how you got there. B, take some time and just be honest with yourself. You don't have to share it with anybody else. I'm only sharing this with you because I'm through it. You know, the whole wine thing recently. That's look, that's just one thing. I mean, I could I could list all of the different things that I got going on and I'm working through, but I'm just using that as an example. Okay, and I'm talking to you after I identified it processed it in my mind, asking, does this really have power over me? The answer is yes, it does. If, if I can't get to five o'clock on a weekday and not thinking about, oh, I can't wait to crack open that glass of wine, it has power over me, you know? And so the power of that struggle was all of those little decisions and all of the, I was asked, how did I get here? Like, how do I end up drinking wine at five o'clock every day? It just doesn't make any sense. And oh, by the way, I know I'm only spending 10 bucks on a bottle, but that's 50 bucks a week or so, 60 bucks a week. That's 250 bucks a month for what? Are you kidding? I'll give that to my church, you know? So all of that to just say, find the power. You have it. It's there. You always had the power. 
If something has power over you, identify it. Look at the decisions that you've made that got you there and start to move forward just today. Just take a step forward today. You, 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 uh, you're not going to solve it today. But here's one thing you can do is you can make a decision, which, oh, my God, decisions when you get there are so powerful. And then just take action. All right. That's all you got to do. And then nobody's looking for perfection from you. All right. Nobody's asking you to walk on water. We're just asking for the best version of you to show up today. You owe it to yourself and your family. And if you're going to build a brand online to everybody that follows you as well, to the people who love you as well, I'm sure the people that love me would not want to see me drinking a bottle of wine every night. That just wouldn't be good. All right. And I want to model for my kids. You know, I've done some really stupid ass things in my life that I wish I wouldn't have done. My kids have seen that. And I've done some pretty cool things that I hope my kids remember. But I always at least want to try to be, try to be modeling for them. All right. I don't got to be perfect. I can't be perfect. All right. That's not going to happen. But I can try and I can get through the struggle and so can you. And you know what? We can do it together. All right. So I hope that message found you today. If you're the one that needed to hear this today, thank God. Praise God that it found you today when you needed it. That's it. All right. Sam Crowley. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.